Hey guys, welcome to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimzeski with Adam Atkinson. We are in episode two in our series, Current Trends in Physique Sport. We're going to talk about the evolution we see in the different organizations. And I was just having a, a conversation with a client who has multiple pro cards now, Adam, in, in a couple different organizations. And he's even going for another one. And, and I said, you know, you better check because some of these organizations get a little weird and they just try to autocratically disallow, like, like just prohibit you from competing in another show or you forfeit your status with them. And there was a time when all of these rifts were happening and it seemed like the NPC and IPB was kind of above the crowd, out of the fray. And then they got involved and they started penalizing and, and prohibiting some people. So I, I'm interested to see what your take is, like where, what's the lay of the land now and, and how might it go forward? Yeah, you know, currently, as far as I know, the only organization that doesn't allow you to compete in other federations are uh, the NP or um, the OCB, and uh, they just came out with that rule, I think, last year. And uh, I actually, personally, between us and my audience, I had my people pro pull their pro cards and enter them in other federations. So we we left the OCB. Um, because with all the shows that are available, why would you not compete in the NPC against some of the best? Even if you're drug-free, it's not necessarily an admittance of use. And I think we'll see better natural bodybuilders if they're competing in the NPC against some of the best athletes in the world. And uh, you know what? So what if they get an NPC or IFBB pro card? Um, I think that's a great pathway for them. So I, I think it's too bad that these federations are really putting some of those rules on athletes, but um, I, I'm all about freedom and competing in whatever federation you like. And as a trend, that's how I think it's gone. I, I, the first time it really hit me personally was a good friend of mine, Dave Gooden, a, a, you know, one of the greatest drug-free bodybuilding champions of all time, a pro in the WNBF. He went, I believe it was to North Americans and won his IFBB pro card, also still drug-free. And they, I mean, he was literally the poster child of the WNBF. They banned him for life. And um, like, what? Like, you really think that's a good business move and, and a sport move? And mm -hmm. then uh, it, it, the organization changed hands and, and they were still kind of stiff on these things for a while. And then they loosened up and it just, it just got so complicated that I'm like you, if you cannot expect and, and allow athletes to, to cross those lines. And sure, there may be some things that you, you need notification of, or, um, you know, you're hanging on to the proprietary rights of the media that, that you have, you know, from your organization, there are all kinds of contractual things that you can put in place that are still fair, but you can't just completely disallow that. And, and I do see that coming way, way down at this point, because I think people just got smart. Yeah, a lot of people have left the organization. And, you know, frankly, I made a pretty uh, positive post about how people should be able to do both federations when this rule came out. And Matt Shepley blocked me, so he wasn't too happy about it. So that's how he runs his business. So I just don't play in his field. There's plenty of other fields to play in. Yeah. And since you brought up uh, the OCB, I, I will say that one of my clients did get some kind of confirmation that they do now allow their athletes to go into other organizations, but 
if a pro OCB athlete uh, or maybe even amateur competes somewhere else, they have to submit the, whatever drug test they did in that organization, they have to submit a copy back to them, which also seems very weird. Like if you're going to test your own athletes at every show, why do you need that? Because if I'm not competing there, you're not asking me to test in the off season, two years from now, five years from now, why that? But I think it's their way of, of at least trying to keep a finger on the pulse of what other organizations are testing and how serious they are. But again, at least they're now, I believe, allowing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have seen that. I've actually seen federations where you're um, subject to random drug tests as well throughout the year. I think that's awesome. Granted, it's expensive, but um, I'm sure you agree with me. I think if all these federations joined heads, <laughs> it could be something really good. But yeah, there's something to be said for you know having competition among organizations and who's going to do better and you know the best will rise and get bigger. Like that's that's a part of free enterprise. But I do agree, a lot of capital and, and just opportunity is wasted that way. But uh, in terms of just kind of putting a fine point on this one about the evolution of organizations, I think you and I are both agreeing that that at least things are moving forward and, and they're starting to keep up with the, the kind of social mobility that we all have now with, with personal media and so forth. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, I think there's something for everybody in this. Um, some of these federations have a transformation divisions, which uh, the NPC does not have. And uh, I've had clients who have made some really incredible transformations. And uh, I I think that's a great division that kind of tells the story and can really impact the audience. I'd love to see the NPC do something like that. Great. That reminds me, we're we're definitely going to do an episode on those kind of division evolutions coming up. So uh, you guys who are watching, listening, Thanks again and stay tuned. We're going to continue with three more episodes in our series on current trends.